A hundred years ago, the dark wizard Hollowell raised an army and tried to conquer the world. He was stopped by an unlikely hero, Sheriff Asip Stormwood. As Hollowell died, he prophesied that he would be reborn twice more and rise again. Stormwood looked him in the eye and said if Hollowell did, his descendants would strike him down. Sheriff Asip Stormwood went on to form Stormwood and Associates to make sure they'd be ready for Hollowell's returns, a private detective, security, and federally licensed magic users agency. Twenty-five years ago, Hollowell returned for the first time, and a Stormwood made good on Asip's promise. But the third coming of Hollowell may not be so far in the future. But the young Raz Stormwood just might know it's coming, and she plans to be ready. Previously on Stormwood and Associates. Oh my god, so much has happened. Okay, so the team is in the town of Phoebe. They're there because uh, they uh, Kelda decoded a text on Piper, you know, the bad guy from the first story, the tech billionaire, his phone... Um, being, and that said something's happening in the town of Phoebe since that he was a servant of Hollowell, you know, the evil wizard from the intro, you know, that thing. Um, they're trying to see what was happening there. They got there, found out the town is cursed. They can't leave giant worm monsters. It's a whole thing. Also, there are the ARC team members, NK and Barrow Mackay, who are in pursuit of Pat. Pat is Bill's brother and uh, an escaped from prison bank robber mage guy. Anyways, Pat was in town to get his fake identity from this guy, Roy. So they found at the school where all the townsfolk were hiding. There were also mystical runes around the school keeping the worms away. Whatever. It was a thing. They've discovered that the source of the curse that is keeping everyone in the town and the worm monsters and all that stuff was the Wilson estate. That is the estate of the mine owners. And when they got there, it was a mysterious forest. And uh, they fought some wolves. You know, there was a forest instead of a house. And it's weird. And they arrived and found uh, this weird whistling dude who looks exactly like Pat. Pat, Baramakai, and Enke got separated from the rest of the group while they were in the woods. That's also important. So, anyways, there's this thing that looks like Pat standing, sitting on top of a cut-off tree. And there are giant worm monsters fighting them after a whole campfire thing that was all spooky and stuff. Anyways, the team's only kind of doing okay. And out of nowhere, Barrow Mackay, who they had been separated from earlier, has come to help. Flying out of the air, out of nowhere, is Barrow Mackay. With his sword going out there, and he immediately, he goes, he, his swing, he flies through the air as though launched. Wind blowing through his shirt, I guess. I mean, he's, you know, he doesn't have hair. Uh, as he comes down with his blade firmly, and he strikes one of the worms on the outside as he screams, My name is Barrow McCoy! Alright. He, uh, and he hits one of the worms and he's going to uh, four, four, eight. He just he just, like, nails one of the worms and it just does, like, 
does eight damage. That worm is looking really messed up. Uh, and he yeah, like I lands like with the, after like slicing at the worm. He didn't go completely through it because the worm is still alive. But he lands in the superhero pose with the the sword dramatically wipes off the blade on his sleeve and turns around and goes, My name is Beryl McCoy, and I don't like the bloody woods. Uh, did that work, everyone? That was a sweet move. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, that worked. Yeah. Again? Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this was taking a while. Um... <laughs> And I knew eventually Barrow would show up. All right. So Barrow Mackay has joined the fight. And ah. another worm is going to go and it's going to swipe at Barrow. And. 11. All right. So that's. Thirteen and does that hit Barrow Mackay? That very much hits Barrow Mackay. Does it hurt Barrow Mackay? Nope. If there's a problem, they can solve it. If you need to find someone, they can do it. Stormwood and Associates is a detective, security, and federally licensed magic users agency. If you need help, they'll be there. But don't get in their way. Or else, you'll get caught in the eye of the storm. All right, so uh, uh, one of the worms just takes a, a swack at him, and he just stands there looking like a badass. Is like he slides, like the worm goes to strike him, and it pushes into him, and he just has his arms up in front of him, blocking the teeth, and he slides back about like 10 feet, and the worm disengages, and he's still standing on his feet. The next worm is going to attack him too. It's going to hit, and it's going to hit hits him, he gets knocked to the side, um, and he is going to... Does he take any damage? Let's take a look. Um, no, he just gets knocked. He He's just pushed to the side as it, like, slams into him, and he's standing there because he's Barrow McCoy. And then the next worm is also going to attack him because that seems dramatic. It's going to hit him. And it is going to do no damage. They, I swear, like, it is actually statistically very possible for these things to hurt all of you. But all of my damage rolls have been, like, lower than five. I swear, like, for most of these. Like, this is getting... The dice really like you today. That is all I am saying. As Barrow Mackay gets hit from behind, 
and he spins around and he's just I don't like worms any more than I like trees. All right. So, Bill, you're up. All right. I'm I am my my heart is impressed. I'm filled with more excitement. I think I've got another at least I've got one more, you know, badass thing in me. I am going to I'm going to uh, run directly at the tree that Fake Pat is in and psychic flamethrower the shit out of him. Out of out of Fake Pat? Yeah. All right. Uh, All right. What's your um, so that's your your guns plus your level? Yes. So six. Oh, he is not looking great. He's looking very unhappy. Why would you hurt me? Why? I just wanted you to share my fire. And I shared mine with you, jackass. Kel is going to take, uh, so we're Kel now. Kel's going to take a shot at one of the worms that has repeatedly fed a little back and forth with. And he is going to roll a one. Man. All right. One plus his. Thanks. All right. He, I think he hits still. Yeah, the, the worm doesn't have a lot of sweetness. Yeah, he hits the worm. Yeah, it's, he can't miss. All right. And lo and behold, happy day. Kel shoots the worm apparently right down the mouth the worm takes enough damage where that worm is dead one of the worms he shot at crumbles into ash bow freaking flipping time so that worm is dead um so we're at raz and how many worms are there left there are seven. Okay. And there's still, uh, obviously, fake Pat. Um. can't think of any good sweet moves so i'm just gonna shoot another worm all right uh but uh, so out of the worms um one of them's kind of hurt the one that uh so the there was one that was hurt earlier that that uh kel just killed um another okay. one is injured the barrel Mackay like and did his dramatic sweet move with okay i will hit that one then all right, so roll me your uh, attack. So 1d10 plus your guns plus your level plus one. Seventeen. All right, that totally hits. All right, roll me your damage. So 1d10 plus your guns plus one. Five. <laughs> so you totally dramatically shoot this worm, and it just kind of goes... Whoa 
All right. So, Raz and everyone after Raz attempts to hit this thing and fails, you hear a rumble like an engine roaring. Oh, good. Driving down the path at high speed is a small red hatchback. As we introduce more um, things here. And what is her... Yeah, so um, small red hatchback roars in. As it drives into the clearing, as you can see NK at the wheel, it pulls into a dramatic J-churn which spins and she so the car effectively doing a handbrake turn does a full 180 degrees slamming the back of the car into one of the worms and the worm is going to once i get a hold of her character sheet and so she she slams it into the back of her car like spinning it into the worms and she's NK, as she completes it, steps out and says, I changed the tire. <laughs> Does that work? Yep. All in favor. Yep. All right. Let's see how much damage she just did. Because I don't. So she's got. Eh. So it, it took like five damage. But <laughs> that worm just took five damage. In the back of the car also steps out <laughs> Real Pat, who is just, he's not going to do anything this turn because he's right now staring at himself. What the fuck? Yep. Welcome. So a worm's going to come out and it's going to attack Pat. <laughs> the worm that just got hit by a car is going to attack Pat because Pat got out of the back seat on the side of the car that the worm was. So he's going to... Uh, let's see here. Where's his stats? All right. Eight plus... Yeah, he's going to get hit. And... Uh, And uh, he's going to take one damage. <laughs> so so Pat dramatically gets out of the car, says, what the f... And then immediately the worm next to him hits him and slams him into the car. Don't worry. It's not really you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not going to lie. That was a highlight of my day so far. Alright, so the next worm is going to attack. Let's see who it's going to attack. Oh, alright. It's going to attack NK. Alright, so the next worm is going to attack NK, and it is going to... Alright. It's 8 plus. It should hit, but let's double check. 
Yeah, it's going to hit her. And, ooh, okay. That is going to... Uh, all right. She's going to take four damage, and she's just knocked to the ground. All right. And now the next worm is also going to... The next worm is going to go for Pat. And it's going to hit him. And uh, he is... Uh, he is going to take one damage so yeah like so the worms that are near pat are just sort of like they are not fond of him they are just going to whack him twice so now he's taking some damage fake pat up on the log i can't crash my own party and he is going to uh attack he's fire is going to throw flow from his hands again and he's going to attack real pat because he does not like looking at his own face. Um, and so that is going to do... Um, yeah, he's just going to take five damage there. So Pat, Pat's pretty messed up. He's taking seven damage. Babbitt, you're up. Okay, I know that it has been tried already, but I would like to try to dislodge fake Pat and throw him to the ground. All right. So we're going to have you roll that as a melee attack. Yep. All right. So you are going to, so give me your, um, wait, melee or, or bare hands. Oh, bare hands. Sorry. Bare okay. hands. Sorry. Tired. Woof. Sorry about that. Okay, so good. yeah, this, a, is, this is my good one. <laughs> that's your bare hands attack. Uh, roll me your attack. 19. You hit him. And roll me damage. Uh, seven. All right. And he's, uh, so you try to dislodge him and you try to push him, but he is just not budging. And you, you don't really do anything to him. Right. All right. Now the next worm is going to go and it's going to go for Bill. Oh, great. Come on. Ah. So what's your sweetness plus level? Nine. It's going to hit you. Ow. What, what is your fitness plus level? Seven. All right. Uh, and it is going to do uh, three damage to you. So you're at six? Yes. All right. Barrow Mackay who had, like, three worms go after him, is going to attack the first worm that uh, that came after him. And he's going to hit it. And uh, does he hurt it? There's the question. He's going to swing his sword at it. And that's... Uh, and what is the worm? And he's going to do nothing to the worm. Uh, another... The, those worms are all pretty much going to then focus on Barrow Mackay. And that is going to hit. And then he is going to take, he's going to take no damage. Okay, the next worm's going to attack him. That's going to miss him. And then the worm after that is going to hit him. 
And he's going to take no damage because Barrow Makai has a lot of fitness. So that brings us back to Bill. That's me. Okay. Um. Oh, I should really start packing a gun. Let's see. Um. Because I'm. I take. Because I've already done, like, a couple spells, so I feel like I'm. Am I out of sweet moves then? I feel like. Well, how many have you done? So you get. So you're level plus four, so you get eight spells a day right now, right? Okay. Alright, never mind then. Because I've only done three. Yeah, so you've got more. Alright, Psychic Flamethrower, fake pad again. And so that's your uh, your guns plus your level? Uh-huh. What is that again? Uh, that, that would be six. He collapses. Like, he's still on the log, but he's just, he is down. Good. Take that, you fake piece of shit. All right, Kel's going to take a shot at one of the worms. He's going to shoot this one, because that one's attacked him several times. All right, and he's going to hit. And then, so, sorry, it's got a, all right, 1d10 plus his guns is... Yeah, it's going to take two damage. All right, so that worm is going to take two damage. That one. All right, that's when he attacked. All right, so after that is Raz. I'm going to shoot the most damaged one. All right. So yeah, there's there the one by Barrow Mackay has yeah that one of the ones by him is pretty messed up. You're gonna shoot at it. So roll me one d10 plus your guns plus level plus one. Nine. All right. That was not a good roll for you, was it? Nope. <laughs> well, you hit it. You hit it. So, roll me your damage. 1d10 plus your guns. Plus one. Eight. You do no damage. Yep. Yeah, alright. So, takes us to NK, who is going to get herself up off the ground and take a shot at one of the worms, the and she is going to hit it. And she is going to... Let's see, what are her stats? i got to keep scrolling back and forth here. Uh, she's going to hurt it for uh, three damage. And Real Pat, who is now kind of figuring out what's going on stands up he 
looks around and just uh, his eyes kind of roll back in his hands, his hand in his head. His eyes roll back in his head, like a person could. That was gonna be terrifying. <laughs> White light begins to emanate, emanate from his eyes. Oh my god! He places his hands together with fingers arched, elbows out, and he just and he begins to say under his breath, "A don't and then between his hands, a ball of white, pure light forms. Oh my god. And he throws his right hand forward at one of the worms. White, streaking, hot flame coming between his fingers. That sounded awful. Uh, like electricity and fire combined. It strikes one of the worms that attacks him. Slowly slowly engulfing the entire worm and uh he does uh he just completely uh does seven damage to one of the worms all right <sighs> all right and uh <laughs> He That's just, way better than a psychic flamethrower. <laughs> it's dumber than a psychic flamethrower. It doesn't even have a cool name. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta stop laughing so I can actually be pat for a second. That is telekinetic fire. different words for the same thing I do. <laughs> Alright, so the next worm's gonna go, and it's gonna try to hit him. And it's going to... Three, seven, plus two, nine, and he has a dodge of... Yeah, he's gonna dodge that. He just kind of... One of the worms goes to strike at him. He just kind of slides out of the way. Second worm goes after him and it hits him. And uh, it's going to. Oh boy, okay. Uh, 12 minus. He's going to get hit by for four damage. And he's going to get hit for four damage. And as you watch your brother. Gets struck by this worm. He falls. A small trickle of blood coming out of his mouth. And Pat is dead. Oh my god. Pat is lying there dead on the ground. <laughs> Not kidding. All right. Uh, the next worm, which I intended on attacking him, uh, it's going to turn to Kel. And it's going to hit Kel. And Kel's going to take... Uh, let's see here. Uh, 
Kel's going to take two damage. Yeah, no, Pat fell. But there's no time to dwell on that. Because, Babbitt, you're up. Um, okay. I am now going to... Um... Take out my... My hook and rope. And hurl it, hurl the hook into the air to catch it on one of the fake branches, I guess. If you believe... <laughs> Yep, I, I believe. And um, I'm going to uh, leap off the the pillar and swing to uh, give the give one of the worms a big old kick. All right, so there are a number of worms you can choose here. Yeah, some have a lot of damage. Some have no damage. Um, I'm going to do the one that just got, uh, uh, Pat. All right. All right. So that one. All right. Um, all right. So what, so that's a sweet move. If, yeah, 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 sure. Well, no, it's, I'm asking if you're using a sweet move or are you using an attack? I mean, I was kind of thinking that it was just going to be an attack. If 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 it requires a sweet move, I, I can do that. I think that requires a sweet move because you're doing that's, stuff that's with fine. Like swinging yep. on the rope. Yep. Um, do we all agree that it works? Yes. Yes. All right. And what's I agree too. What's uh, so that's going to be because uh, you're striking with your own foot. Yep. It's a bare hands attack. So your effective bare hands plus level. No. Eleven. There's no roll on this. Oh, sorry. Yep. Okay. Sorry. Then um. Okay. Uh, seven. So close. All right. Yeah. You you do a lot of damage to this thing. It just gets knocked asunder. Um, but it is it is still still here. It is still up. Um, one of the worms is going to go after uh, Barrel Mackay, <laughs> and so it is going to miss Barrel Mackay. Barrow is going to turn around, and I think it's time for Barrow to use another one of his sweet moves, don't you? Yes. All right, so Barrow Mackay is, he's got four worms that have kind of, because these things are on the ground, but they are very long, so they're reaching over, arcing through the air and all of these things. He is going to turn around. He is going to do a dramatically jump up, start running up one of the worms, flip off the top, and he is going to um, swing down, and he is going to attack. Uh, which form is he going to attack? He is going to attack this worm, which is one of the ones that had been attacking Pat. Not the one that you just hit, but one next to it. 
and he is going to dramatically swing his sword through the air as he leaps off the back of another worm and just as his sword cuts through the neck of this worm again drop to the ground dramatically and then yeah he doesn't have anything witty to say this time because words no longer have meaning now that he's lost his three million dollar bounty <laughs> does that work yeah yeah Ken? yeah Yes. And that worm is dead. Yeah. All right. Another one of the worms is going to uh, going to strike somebody. Who's it going to strike? Well, it's going to strike Barrow. Uh, <laughs> that's how that rolled. And it is going to probably hit him with that roll. That's a really good roll. That's yeah so that definitely hits and it is going to completely have a terrible damage roll and just do nothing to him next one is going to attack Kel and it's going to attack and it's going to hit and it's going to do 9 plus Three damage to Kel, so Kel's at six. Then this one is going to attack Babbitt. And what's your sweetness plus level? Ten. It's going to hit you. And what's your uh, fitness plus level? Seven. It's going to do nothing to you. Just sort of whacks at you and does nothing because well, a freaking three on his damage roll. Rolls like a nine on its attack, rolls a three on the damage. Jesus. All right, so Bill, you're back up. Your brother's dead. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed. All right. I having very complicated issues right now that a psychic flamethrower would help with how many worms are left uh a lot um like uh think one six but okay so literally right now what's your so what is your effective combat what's your guns plus level just off the top of your head uh it is it, it is six all right so if you use psychic flamethrower, half of these worms, like you can obviously can only use one because you can only kill one of them because these aren't fodder, so it doesn't scale over to other characters. Right. But there are uh, let's see here. One, two, uh, three. The three of the worms are you if you aimed at any of those three, they would just be done. Closest one that's like that. All right, you want to hit the one that killed your brother? 
Yes. All right. Let's aim for that. It's like, give me a description of how dramatic your vengeful psychic flamethrower is. I'm having a lot of very mixed emotional issues, you giant boneless sack of shit! Bill, uh, Bill moves his hand back almost as if he's getting ready to throw a baseball. His hand looks like a ball of flame. He throws it with the most intensity he has probably ever done anything. Alright. As the psychic flamethrower spell hits this worm that killed your brother, it erupts. It, it hits it, and it doesn't seem to do anything at first, but what happens then is light begins to emanate out of the worm's mouth as it goes, as it points straight up. Cracks begin to form as light shines and forces its way through, almost breaking it apart, and the worm dramatically explodes in ash, scattering its remnants dramatically all over. You stupid piece of shit. All right. We're moving on to Kel, who is going to shoot at one of the other worms. He's going to hit it. Let's see, does he hurt it? All right, Kel's got... All right, he shoots another worm, and it dies. He knocks it out, killing it. So, that moves us to Raz. Raz, you have taken seven damage. Yep. All right, Raz, there are... Four, there's one, two, three, four standing worms. One of them is very, very hurt. The other three seem to be perfectly healthy. I will go for the very hurt one. All right, are you shooting at it? Are you going to try to sweep move? Um... I think I'm just going to shoot at it. Okay. So, uh, roll me an attack. So, 2010 plus your uh, guns plus your level plus one. Oh, excuse me. Uh, 12. Twelve. All right, you you hit it. All right, roll me your damage. So one d ten plus your guns plus one. Eight. All right, you do nothing. Yep. All right, NK is gonna go. NK is just flipping done. She is just flipping done. NK is going to take a run. Off. She's going to run straight forward. 
she's going to run towards the tree, the, the log with the 10-foot the, the cutoff log that fake pat's on top of. She's going to run towards it and then launch herself into the air, kicking off of it halfway through the air, trying to effectively do a 360 spin. And, and you didn't know she had two guns, but she does have two guns. And she's going to fire them both dramatically, slow motion flying through the air at one of the worms. Does that work? Works great for me. Yep. Loving it. All right. And <laughs> because she has a guns of seven and she's a re-archetyped level three. That means that she just completely eliminates one of the full health worms. It takes 10 damage and just erupts in ash. Sweet moves, baby. Sweet moves. All right, that brings us through a bunch of... All right, that brings us back to Babbitt. There are three worms left. One of them's injured. Two of them are fine. Okay, yeah, I just, I leap onto the injured one and uh, sink my knife into it. All right, is this the regular attack? Just a regular attack. All right, so roll me uh, 1d10 plus your melee plus your level. That's just a five. Yeah, you, um, your knife just, you, you do manage to jump on top of it, but your knife just kind of, like, deflects off of its, uh, carapace, or, not carapace, worm skin, whatever worm skins. All right, uh, that's gonna take us to Barrow Mackay. Barrow Mackay is going to, um, so you're on a worm, you, you jumped on the injured worm, right? Yeah. Sarah Mackay is, because he's still got a couple sweet moves left, going to turn around and make a run at the worm you're sitting on. He's going to run up the side of the worm, dragging his sword across the worm's back, and when he gets to the top, he's going to grab you, Babbitt, and then jump into the air as the uh, worm erupts in ash because there's no way this doesn't kill it. Does everyone agree that that works? Yes. Yeah. All right. And as he lands on the ground with uh, with Babbitt in his arm, it just it, the ash slowly floats down like snow around him. So there are two worms left. We're going to uh, see who they're going to attack. Woof. Nobody is doing great. This is literally... Oh, Barrow's doing great. All right, it's going to go after... Barrow has taken no damage this whole fight. Of course he hasn't. It's... Bill, you're at six. Kel's at six. Raz is at seven. NK's at four because she showed up late. Uh, Pat's dead. Um... Babbitt, you're at five. Barrow, completely fine. Let's see. 
And this guy's gonna hit Barrow. And that's uh nine plus two. Oh my god, Barrow's gonna take one point of damage from this attack. <laughs> Barrow has an incredibly high fitness. He's really easy to hit, but he's hard to hurt. The next worm is also going to attack Barrow because why not? And it's going to hit him. And oh, it's going to hit him for two. Barrow's at three, guys. Bill, you are up. There are two remaining worms. Can my healing spells affect more than one uh, member of the team? Could, could I like... So you want to distribute it? like? Yes. So, okay, what I will say is that... So you can roll 1d6, right? 1d6 plus something, isn't it? Uh, or is it just 1d6? Just might be 1d6. So 1d6 plus your caster's level, right? So, so yeah. you can hit 1d6 plus 4. I will say, if you want to evenly distribute those points amongst people, you can. I do, because I got 13. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, no, no! I didn't. That I, I, I hit, rolled the d10 like an idiot. Well, yeah, it's you need one d6. Okay. So I say the highest you can get is a 10 here, buddy. So. Okay. Well, seven. Seven. If you want to distribute those healing points amongst other people, I will let you do that. I shall. Who are you gonna give them to? All right. Where's everyone at? That's. You're at six. Kel's at six. Uh, Raz is at seven. Um, Babbitt's at five, Barrow's at three, NK's at four. I'm fine. All right. Uh, that's, uh, okay. Uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, two at Cal, two at my boss. Uh, two at Babbitt and one at MK. Two at Babbitt and one at MK. And MK is uh, Alright, so... All of you get B some Bill, health back and you notice a sterile, unpleasant smell Bill, did it. any of those go to you? They did not. Alright, so Bill, you're at six. Kel's at four. Raz is at five. NK's at three. Um... Babbitt, you're at three. Barrow's at three, because he was the least injured. All right. Um, Kel, who has no sweet moves and can't do anything dramatic here, um, he is going to take a shot at one of the worms. And he's going to hit. And let's see if he does any damage. He does Alright, so I have to do math. What he does three damage to the worm. That brings us to Raz. would like to um 
Which is there a most damaged worm? So there are two worms left. One of them is at full health. One of them's taken three damage. Okay. Um. Then I think I finally thought of a sweet move that I will pull on the undamaged one. Okay. Um, I would like to run up to the worm, um, because it's, like, tall. It's... Yeah, so these things are, like, so their bases are kind of evenly split around, but they've been, like, swerving around and pulling out, and, like, there's, there's no, like, um... There's no, uh, like, they, they, like, they've just been, like, kind of snaking out. Like, they're still connected to the original holes, but so they're wrapping around all over the place because they've been, like, swinging around and trying to hit lots of people. Okay. Um. I'd like to try to, um, like, run at one of them. Well, I'd like to run at it, um run up it and like as I'm flipping back down to the ground like shooting up at its face okay and is that the undamaged one yeah alright so do we agree that this works yes. yes I do too alright so I need to know what your guns plus level is six Alright, so and did that include a main character bonus point? No, that would be seven. Alright. No, it's yeah, alright, so you do seven damage to it. Yay. Alright, so that moves us to NK. Who is right now kind of in the middle with two guns out. Not that it makes a difference in this game because <laughs> Um but uh, so she is uh, turns around like she just made a lot of shots uh, but she's going to turn around to one of the um, no either of these ones alright she's going to look at the one that's only taken um, the one that's only taken three damage that uh, Kel shot and she's going to She's going to run up its back. And as she runs up the back of the worm, she's going to run to the base, run up its back. And as she runs up its back, she's going to continuously shoot her two guns straight down into the worm while she's running. And then she's going to, at the top, when she reaches the upper arch, uh, do a running forward flip and land on the ground. Do we agree that this works? Yes. Yes. All right, so as she does this, she runs, shooting, shooting, shooting. She flips dramatically at the end, does a uh, superhero landing, but, like, sort of with her, like, with one knee down, you know, kind of kneeling, and then, like, with her head down, but with her two hands out side to side with the two guns, and she drops the magazines dramatically out of both of them. And as she stands up to reload, the worm erupts into dust. All right, that brings us to Babbitt. There's one more left. Do these things have eyes? No. Okay. 
Then it's like a hole with teeth at the end. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. I am going to <clears throat> take a running leap. Wait. Did okay. Yeah. Take a running leap and springboard off of Baromakai's shoulders. Okay. So I so I can get up on top uh, of another worm. Yeah, the last remaining worm. Yep. And uh, and then uh, just slash all the way down it with so, like, my knife. Do the pirate slide like the pirate slide down the sail, except with the worm. Yes. <laughs> all right. Does that work? Nice. That's too yeah. cool to not work. I agree, too. So as you run up, you bounce off of Barrow Mackay's shoulder. You plant your knife into the flesh of the worm. The worm, alarmed, shoots its neck straight up. You are now, because this thing's been pulling itself out of the ground so far, you are now 30 to 40 feet in the air because of how high on the worm you were. And you just slide right down because this thing's ridged sides as you go down and you just, like, slide down. But fast but not so fast that you'd get hurt and you make as you land on the ground rolling forward the last remaining worm erupts into a cloud of dust everywhere yay so as you kill the final worm as you kill this final worm the world around you begins to change. The trees slowly fade. The sky, the blackened sky above you, clears. It is now sunset, twilight, but it is not nighttime. The fire is gone. The logs on the ground are gone. Everything is gone except in the place of where the tree was, that fake Pat had sat across, had sat atop. It is not that. It is a stalk of almost like very similar to like the what the worms are made of, but thinner. And suspended at the top is a young woman who is slumped forward with a glowing red pendant on her chest. The light from the pendant fades. And she slowly falls to the ground. You do notice also, Bill, your brother, yeah. is on the ground. Uh-huh. You hear a cough. Oh my god. <laughs> it's, he's... Are you going to go to him? I'm going to, yes. Your brother is dying on the ground. He is bloodied. He is battered. There are wounds where worm teeth struck him on the arm. He is bleeding. He is dying. Bill. Yeah. Hey. Remember that time in the woods 
Queer Lil. Yes. That was way more fun than this. <laughs> ah, you're right. I, I I take it my healing mist wouldn't do anything. No, no, it wouldn't. Okay. He's not a main character. I'm. I, I, I'm. I'm gonna do you a solid, okay? I, I'm gonna tell mom we work together on something. All right? Okay. Um. There's a. There's, in my, my coat pocket. Yeah. In my breast pocket, something. Okay. Gonna reach in. Okay. There are two things in his coat pocket. One is a flask. The other is a coin. All right. Flask and coin. I mean, the, the, the flask isn't really important, but you can, you can have it. <laughs> it, it don't uh, try not to laugh. The coin. I belong to our dad. It's a, it, on the coin is an arcane symbol you do not recognize. This. Okay. Gave it to me when we were little. said he said it was destined to be in the hands of the strongest in the family that's you well it's you bill not no that that must be some sort of mistake the one's still here it's you i i uh, I, I, I can't uh, I love you, Billy. Goodbye, Pat. I'm sorry. You. And he's gone. Bill uh, falls up in the fetal position. All right, so you guys still have this. There's this young woman who's like attached to something. She's unconscious on the ground. I think... I think I want to go and console Bill. Okay. I go over to the woman. Alright, so... I'm going to say that... Uh, Barrow Mackay and NK are just kind of standing awkwardly. Because... A lot of stuff's happened, but Kel's going to go over with you. And uh, so the it's a young woman on the ground. Um, she's dressed pretty normally, like blue jeans, t-shirt. She has a purse, and she's wearing a kind of glowing red ruby pendant. And. There is the what's connect the tissue. There's tissue connecting to the back of her neck, and it is slowly turning to ash. And it looks very much like the worm skin and how the worms turn to ash. Uh, 
are you gonna do? I want to cut that out of it, out of her. Okay, it's the 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 tendrils are kind of like being destroyed. Like okay, like she was then, connected to the worms. Right. To just nudge her with my foot. She is. She's not dead, but she's completely out. Right. I want to take that pendant off. Okay. You are holding a uh, red a ruby pendant, and uh, so roll me a d10. Seven. All right. It's this is this is not a good thing. You do not like touching it. No, I don't. Kel is going to start rifling through the purse. And uh, he pulls out a wallet with an ID. It's, uh, it's uh, Ruth Wilson. Didn't, uh, didn't one of the guys in town say that the daughter of old man Wilson, like, went to maid school or something? Yeah. Yeah, they did. But they also said they didn't think she was in town. Well, apparently, I would say she was. Yeah. Sounds about right. What uh, do we want to do with that thing? Uh, Kel points at the pendant. I'm going to put it in my backpack just so I don't have to hold it. And I'm holding the backpack. It's not on my back. (laughs) (laughs) Should we, like, I don't know. Like, that does not seem like something that should uh, exist? No. And it definitely shouldn't be in the hands <laughs> of randos. Um, but now that the worms are gone, I wonder if we could get out of town. I I would assume. But maybe we should deal with this before we, like, go drive into another city with it and then one of us turns into something? Do we need to destroy it? Paramakai's kind of goes, I am perfectly comfortable with destroying it. NK nods. I think I've got a little psychic flamethrower left. Okay. I throw the backpack on the on the ground. You just gonna destroy the whole backpack? Yeah, I don't want to touch that thing. <laughs> you could dump it out. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. I dump the I dump it out on the ground. Okay. Billy, going to cast Psychic Flamethrower on it? Yes. All right. Describe your Psychic Flamethrower for me. 
Um, Bill stands back up. He's a bit wobbly, but weirdly focused. He is uh, determined to put an end to this thing. Uh, maybe just so it'll give him a little bit of catharsis. So he uh, extends his hand and lets out an intense but much more controlled psychic flamethrower than that last one directly at the contents of the backpack. Well, yeah. As your psychic flamethrower hits the pendant, it glows and then erupts into an explosion, vaporizing every last shard of it. The pendant is no more. The young woman on the ground begins to open her eyes. What happened? You failed basic magic items 101, I guess. Failed? Came, I came home. Came home. And, and there was someone waiting. I, I came home. And this man forced that pendant on me. That's all I remember. Not what he looked like? Where he, he was from, maybe? He said his name was Royce? That son of a bitch! That son of a bitch! If we get back to town, we might be able to find him yet. Are you guys going to go rush into town? Yeah. Yep. All right, so you've got um, your car is a while away. A little bit of a hike, but NK's car is here. Um, so, uh, all right. Uh, so, look, uh, okay, um, I, I got uh, NK's in all right. Um. All right. So, why don't I take uh three of you into town? Uh, we can fit in my car. Uh, then she points at Raz, Bill, Babbitt. You three get in the car. Uh, you've got the keys to your other car, right? And Kel nods. You, Barrow, you guys take care of the girl, and we'll figure out. I mean, yeah, because she she probably needs medical attention, right? Right. So let's go. And so gets into the um, hatchback. And Kate gets into the hatchback. You guys going to join her? Yes. Yep. All yep. right. Shotgun. <laughs> All right. So as you get into her red Volkswagen Golf, uh, you guys, she floors it, tears through. Oh, yeah. By the way, where the grass fields were, it's just all, like, flat and dirt where this house used to be. Like, like something destroyed whatever was here but it's just like empty like flat ground so which probably explains how she was easily able to drive her hatchback out there instead of like through trees um so you drive into town she floors it and you guys get to the school right people inside the school might not even know anything happened because they've been indoors 
So, yeah, that's, you guys are at the school. Bill rushes in, looks like hell. Alright, you guys rush into the school? Yep. You guys make your way to the gym. Everyone's unconscious. Of course. No one's dead. You check for pulses. They're they're all alive. They're all asleep. And you're not. And Royce is nowhere to be seen. Piece of shit. Can I totally investigate the bodies? Oh yeah, everyone is down. Yeah, they are all. You can totally investigate. They're all fine. They just all appear to be sleeping. Like, okay, but nobody has any more pendants on them. Nope. Nope. Good. You try to wake anyone up? Yeah. All right. Uh, roll me a d10. Seven. All right. Uh, you 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 find a dwarf. Try to shake him awake. He kind of wakes up and goes, "It's not time to get up yet, Martha. Give me another three hours. Mine's closed today." Rolls over, goes back to sleep. <laughs> Rolled really. You want to try someone else? <laughs> sure. All right. Next person you try. There's a goblin. Uh, young goblin woman tricks up. What is what is happening? What the? What? Why? Where? Where is? Why is everyone asleep? They're asleep, right? They're, she starts scrambling at like what looks like her kids and starts checking pulses and then breathes a sigh of release, relief. Okay, 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 okay. What? 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 Who, you're, you're, you're those the people who came into town today, right? Yep. Right? Okay. Uh, 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 so just things are normal. And then this guy, like, disheveled guy, like, in the middle of the room, just yelled, Everybody look at me. And then there was a flash. And then, and then you woke me starts trying to wake up her kids. She does. They're, everyone's fine. The screams of goblin children start waking up other people. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. Of course he is. Of course he is. Okay, just kind of size. That, um, gonna be okay? She looks at Bill. I don't have much of a choice, I guess. You need a hug? Yes. She hugs you. Yes, I do. Thank you. It's a good hug. That's very good.
All right. My name is Trey Dorn, and I was your GM for this session, and I've also played Kel and, well, everybody else except for Raz Stormwood, who was played by Gen Proc, Babbitt, who was played by Kyle Johnson, and Bill, who was played by Nick Azumi. Stormwood & Associates is a production of Nerd & Tie. You can find more information at nerdandtie.com along with our social media is at Twitter, Nerd and Tie, Tumblr, Nerd and Tie, Facebook slash Nerd and Tie. And remember, you can subscribe to this with uh, any place that has podcasts. Probably will be on iTunes by the time it's releases. Maybe. Who knows? But uh, the RSS feed's always out there. And uh, to be continued. Continued.